Tonight's episode of the BS Podcast on the Rigor Podcast Network brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Hiring can be a challenge, as Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner discovered. She needed to hire a game artist for her education tech company, went to ZipRecruiter, posted her job, found the right person in less than two weeks. I'm not surprised. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. You can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, Sales Genie. If you're in sales or own your business, listen up. We all know the top reason businesses fail is because they can't find new customers. I'm here to tell you, all you need is to reach the right audience. Sales Genie, the proven way to find, acquire, and retain customers. If you're serious about finding your next customer and growing your business, give Sales Genie a call for your free 14-day trial. 866-549-6803 or go to salesgenie.com slash BS. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network where you can find the hottest take, our newest podcast on Spotify. You can find Sonic Boom, our new narrative series about how the Sonics got stolen from Seattle. That's on Luminary. You can find The Road Taken, the new podcast from a couple of the guys from Vampire Weekend. That's happening as well. And another one coming this month, a new podcast that we have not announced yet. Uh, more details coming on that over the course of this month. Yeah, I know you're in pins and needles. Coming up, we're going to talk to the Cuz about week six NFL, a little baseball playoffs. And then at the tail end, I'm going to talk uh, succession season finale. So there you go. Let's bring our friends in for Pearl Jam. Okay, I feel like we start the podcast like this once a year. Is it time to fire the clapper? The cuz is on the line right now. Cousin Sal, Cowboys killed us today. We lost money. You lost your pride. You lost your dignity. You might have lost the playoff spot. How long can you go with this coach? <laughs> what do you? What what year is this? <laughs> I don't know. It's 2014. I, I don't said know. get rid of him for the longest time. I don't know. He ruined Jerry's birthday. Now he ruined Jerry's birthday. That's like a whole new wrinkle to the whole thing. But, um, oh, yeah, he blew this game. But I told you this morning, you texted me like, I like you know, I like the Cowboys. Do we like him against the spread? I'm like, he's not, Garrett's not able to get up for this game. It's a sandwich game between the Packers and the Eagles next Sunday night, which maybe they'll get up for, but not this one. So I said they'll win, but they won't cover. And they didn't do either. I thought it looked like the most obvious tease of all time, which is why I threw the Seahawks in it as a three-teamer. As it turned out, the Chargers lost as well. Yeah, Chargers, I, it wasn't just the Cowboys that cost you money. I was actually happy that the Chargers blew it too. Well, but we could have at least done the Steelers plus six and a half. But um, right. So the Cowboys, the Jets come out, Darnold's back, his spleen is now fine. He's spleen-fastic. Um, <laughs> spleen-tastic? Spleen-tastic. Yeah, either way. Comes out. It's not looking bad yet, but then you blow it uh, deep in their territory, and then they get a 92-yard touchdown. All of a sudden, it's 14-3. to three. Yeah, the fourth and two call was amongst the worst with uh, Prescott just rolling left against a defense, which had proven itself to be faster than the Cowboys uh, vertically. So, Well, and then you have Zeke Elliott to his left, 
mm-hmm. who he's kind of running ahead of. So Zeke Elliott is both the decoy, but the defense was shaded to his side anyway. Right. I didn't understand that point at all. I, thought I that think was they thought strange. they had 150 yards to their left to uh, to work yeah. out this option play, but it doesn't it, there's an out of bounds line at some point. I feel like we've seen more aggressiveness on fourth and short the last maybe three, four years as advanced mm. metrics has creeped into the league and kind of convinced these guys to be more brazen. It, it actually probably started before then with Riverboat Ron, because I remember writing about that when I was at Grantland. Yeah. Um, and as the as the decades gone on, we've seen more and more of it. And the plays seem like they're getting worse. Have you noticed that? Yeah, sure. Wait, like what? whatever happened to the plays where it's like everybody, it's a play action to the left and then the tight end leaks to the other side. Right. There used to be more cleverness. Now it's it's these QB draws on the same side the running backs on or people throwing off their back foot. Mm-hmm. Um, like that play that you ended up losing the game on the two point conversion. Yeah, where well, very know- very vanilla. Even Mahomes last Sunday night. Uh, there's no just a run up the middle on fourth and one. Like th- there's yeah, there's no inventive. And I think they're going for it more on fourth and one because we're seeing more missed short kicks, be it field goals or extra points. We I think there were three missed extra points by eleven thirty Pacific this morning. So. Right. It makes sense. But yeah, that was brutal to watch that Cowboys. And then for them, the, that was a good drive that was thwarted. And then, like you said, like a 92 yard touchdown pass by Darnold to uh, like Heath playing center field there. Like, really, is it shouldn't be a pro anymore. Right. And then uh, they shut him down in the second half, though. They, they held him to a field goal. And then it was Jason Garrett's turn to ruin things. So, what happens? You, well, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, just to play, I, I can't blame him for the play calling because he's not even doing that. I don't know what he's doing anymore, but I have a feeling he has something to do with the timeouts in which the only thing you want to yeah. do with a minute 20 left when you're inside the 20 and three timeouts is keep those three timeouts. So if you get a first down at the eight or the seven, don't burn a timeout there, you know, down it because, you, you know, you want four, you want a shot to convert, but you don't want it to be that the two point conversion missed kills you, right? So you want all three timeouts. If you have two timeouts and 40 seconds left or 50 seconds left, you're done. So I don't know why I and you and House and everyone could see that, but Jason Garrett can't. It was awful. It didn't. He didn't get crucified enough for it during right. the game. There's 50 seconds left. They've just gotten a first down. They're inside mm-hmm. the 10. They're in the eight-yard line. They're down eight. The timeout, first of all, the clock is kind of his friend in a weird way. Because right. you have you have four plays left. Even if they go to the line, take their time, and they run a fade route in the corner, and that's your first down play. Right. The clock stops with like 25, 26 seconds left. You still have all your timeouts, but your mm-hmm. goal should be to try to score without burning any of the three timeouts. And of course, they just take the timeout. So now it's like, all right, now we have to score and get a two-pointer we're losing the game. Right. It's just, I don't understand how we go through this every year and, and these coaches can't figure it out. How hard is this? Well, that's what's getting worse to me. I mean, you might say the fourth and one calling, but yeah, just just the coaching in general, just the dumb, the little minutia of every game. Uh, we saw it with Quinn today in, 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 uh, in Atlanta. What did he do? Why didn't he onside kick? He only had two timeouts and a minute left. Why are you not onside kicking? Um yeah, that and was weird. I, I don't know. Even tonight, I thought, like, I, I'm, and I'm not second guessing that. I swear to God, I called these before the time. Like, even Collinsworth said it, Michael said it. They all said, kick it deep. Um, now you're giving the Chargers a chance on fourth and one from the 35 to go for it. Not that it mattered because Rivers threw an interception anyway, but it really does seem like they're on the wrong side of just the book, just playing by the book most of the time. 
And then Freddy Kitchens was at it again. Yeah. He's another one. We'll get to him. Can I read you your next five games? Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not pretty. You got a Sunday nighter against Philly, mm-hmm. which is a borderline loser leaves town match, but it's not. But it, it kind of has that vibe of whoever comes out of that one will have more momentum. And I, I don't know what happens to the other team. Then you're mm-hmm. at the Giants. Yeah. You're home for Minnesota, the possibly resurgent Minnesota. I'm not ready to say that yet. <laughs> then you go at Detroit, at New England. And you're in a division, I'm sorry, in a conference where there's just too many good teams or too many decent teams. You have, I said the Niners are probably a playoff team at this point. They're 6-0. Yep. 6-0 or 5-0? 5-0. They're 5-0. With their schedule, it's hard to imagine them not going 10-6 and or 11-5, and I would say. Even if they played 500 the rest of the way, right. they're 10-6. and Um. Saints are five and one. Packers are four and one. I think only one playoff team comes out of your division. I'm with you. And you're three and three. The Eagles are three and three. Then you go Carolina's four and two. Minnesota's four and two. Chicago's three and two. Detroit is two, one and one. And the Rams are three and three, almost looking like this might not happen for them this year. And I, I got to say, I'm shocked. Yeah, the Cowboys and Rams were three and oh three weeks ago. And now they're looking at, well, maybe one or neither of these teams make the playoffs. And I think it's worse for the Rams because they're in a, in a division that might see two 10 win teams ahead of them. Right. Did we, did we uh, underestimate how good Gurley was? Yeah, I think maybe we did. I think we did. And even, I'm not even talking about this year's Gurley. He didn't play today. And that was one of the reasons, you know, well, I think we understand how much Goff relies on him. Right. Yeah. I guess as a, as a runner and a pass catcher, yeah, I mean, I was ready to kill Goff, but I was like, God, you know, he's had 900 yards passing in the last two games. That's hard. I don't care what's going on in these games. That's tough to come away with zero Ws in two games of 900 yards. And he only had one interception against Seattle, and that was controversial. They had to review it. You know, it was on the turf but, or wasn't. But, um, but boy, this was, this was a terrible, terrible showing. I, I, I wish I didn't love Sean McVay as much as I do because I feel like he's making me bet them. And do you feel the same way? Like, more and more every week. I don't want to getting worse and worse. He, here would be the case for not overacting to that game. They scored the first touchdown of seven, nothing mm-hmm. Niners come back. They score. Niners come down again. They get a pick. They go all the way down. And then for once McVay gets a little uh, aggressive third and short, they don't get it fourth and short. I don't know how they didn't get it. They don't get it. And that was on the goal line and they would have been up 14, seven, and after that, the wheels just kind of came off. But I, I felt like, you know, even in the in the third quarter, they had the ball. It was still seven seven. The wheels mm-hmm. just kind of came off for them as the as the thing went along. But I do wonder what happens if they can score and go up fourteen seven on that goal line. Play. Right. And they, I just can't believe they blew it. I just can't believe they didn't go into that and like just like we're going to put our foot on their throat and not let this team was coming off a short week. They won Monday night. You know, they maybe have an inflated record because of, you know, who they played. And by the way, they were out to tackle. Two of their starting offensive tackles were out San Francisco. So it really on paper doesn't add up at all. And like you said, it was close. So I don't know why they weren't able to put it away at any point. There was a moment during the weekend when it seemed like the Niners might throw away the game. They were Mm -hmm. missing both tackles. And then it seemed like Kittle might not play. Right. And then you go, all right, well, they're not going to be a full strength. Maybe who knows? But. Hey, coming out of that, man, 
you know, the running attack, especially when they're up, they can really protect these leads, which I like. Yep. Jimmy G seems like he's still going to have the one terrible throw game. And he had it again today. He had that weird fade pass that got picked. Yeah. That was awful. But for the most part, it just seems like they've stolen the Rams mojo in a lot of ways. And what would, what would worry me if I was a Rams fan, and the reason that I liked them, that I believed in them up until today, was I always felt like third and eight or down seven or needing to go 80 yards in four minutes, I felt like their receivers could get open. And that well, they, I, let's see what, who we're talking about. We're talking about Cooper Cup, right? First and foremost, like that that guy can't get separation three times a game is outrageous. Didn't seem like it today. They had a couple really, really big plays. One was a one one was to Cup, ironically, and it was a mm -hmm. fourth and two. But those guys, and the other one was to Gerald Everett, who was awesome last week. But it just seemed like those guys were blanketed all over the field, and yeah. I don't really know whether uh, the secret sauce has just been uncovered with the McVay offense or what's going on. But I, right. I had a, I'm going to throw this at you. You're going to like this. Is Sean McVay the M night Shyamalan of NFL coaches? <laughs> All right, let's hear it. 2017 breaks onto the scene, 11 and five, kind of his sixth sense. Mm -hmm. It's like, who's this? Who is this audacious filmmaker? It's really right. bringing something new to the table. I'm not used to this. Then last year, another good one. 13 and three season, unbreakable by Shyamalan. <laughs> where you're just like, oh man, oh, he's for real. This is happening. A lot of ripoffs. People start trying to rip off the whole horror thing from him. Now he's three and three this year. This feels like signs. <laughs> the worm has turned. People have figured out his style. Now he's got to adjust. Shyamalan... It took him forever to adjust. And then he finally, the last few years, was able to get his mojo back. But wow. the league figured him out. I'm worried I'm worried the league has figured out McVay, which is a problem because he has 15 different disciples coaching teams spread around the league. I do like that. I do like I might add that maybe he's the um maybe he's the Suge Knight Shyamalan. <laughs> Suge Knight. Suge was he was all the rage uh back in remember he was on Kimmel back in the day, and now a couple of years later. You know, he's beating people up in parking lots again. No, you don't want to touch him. You don't want to bet this team. So M Knight M Knight McVeigh. I the golf thing has gotten so bad that I actually saw on Twitter somebody was talking about how much dead money it would cost if they just got rid of him after the year before his well, extension even kicked it. I'm like, all right, they're definitely not doing that. No, they're not There's, gonna do that. They're but it is kind of uh well, I, I, I'm with you with the offense, but like what what about what I said? Like I know they're playing from behind against Tampa and Seattle was what it was, but he did have 900 yards pass. Like Wade Phillips could be blamed for some of this too. I, I I always expect that defense to score a touchdown every three weeks or, you know, come up with five or six sacks and that hasn't happened either. Defense so, was pretty good today though. They did play well. They didn't blow it. Yeah. I, it was all golf, I guess. I don't know. If they lose their identity of the team that can always make a play when they need one, which I don't just don't think they can anymore. Maybe part of that is girly. And how dangerous right. he was coming out of the backfield and catching balls and all that stuff. He was going through 10 weeks last year. We were saying he was the best player in the league. So Maybe they need C.J. Anderson back. Things were okay with him, too. So where is he? Can we get him? <laughs> well, here's the other Not thing. available. Sorry. If they call the pass interference in the Superdome, and I don't want to make the Saints excuses again because they blew that game a million times. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if that, if that play is called correctly and they don't make the Super Bowl, maybe this is all less surprising. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah, Which, I, I just look at this team 
I don't know. It's like the Chargers tonight, too. I just don't expect them to go nine-minute drives and get a field goal or miss a field goal. You know, you, you just you think they're high-powered offenses, and maybe they're just maybe they're just not anymore. Well, the Chargers can't block, which is a problem. That was bad. Yeah, and they when when we say they have no home field advantage, did you see the stuff on social from the game today? This had to be the worst example of that I've ever seen. Right? Ever? Have you, have you ever they had seen the worse? towels? It yeah. was, they were just everywhere. There were no Chargers fans anywhere. We know the Steelers fans travel well. They do a good job. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think Michael said it was 80%. I don't know. It looked, and whenever they showed anyone in the crowd, it looked like more um, more Steelers fans. That's got to infuriate them. What would be worse than being there, you think, with with 30,000 Damashek and all the, <laughs> that whole crew? Can you imagine anything worse? <laughs> Damashek had his kid there, yeah. Oh, yeah. was he there? All the Pittsburgh people. How are there this many Pittsburgh Steelers fans in L.A.? I don't know. How do we have 30,000 Steeler fans here? Uh, they're just waiting. They're crawling out. They should they, have had they like- They clocked out at the Heinz factory and they just they just drove over. They all <laughs> went in a bus, 40,000 people. It's insane. But no, you're right. That offensive lighting is bad. I mean, Phil Rivers could have used uh, four of his kids and would have blocked better for him today. <laughs> Somebody should have had a Permanente's uh, food truck outside the stadium. It would have been like a riot. <laughs> right? Everybody would have been delayed getting in. Oh, this- man. There's no way I, I can ever figure out NFL trades who can get traded. And he probably doesn't want to get traded anyway. And he has too many kids to leave LA, but he's, I wish, I just wish it was like the NBA where guys were in play as their season started to fall apart. You know? Yeah. Like Phil Rivers on the bears would be really fun. I know it can't happen, but. Pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Maybe uh, they should do it like, uh, like raw and SmackDown did. They did a draft, right? Yeah, you that was redraft. weird. You, you take seven quarterbacks every three years, and they're going to redraft them. They had a for the league. My my son wanted. It. I taped that, and we watched it, and it was mm-hmm. very strange. Stephanie McMahon came out and just announced like six picks in a row. Yeah, there seemed to be no rhyme or reason to it. I like when it's teams as a team captain, right? That, that's what we were saying too. Yeah, I don't know. Some somehow Rob Stone was in the Fox, the Fox group. I got he's a, a lunatic. He's really turned crazy. I, I I love him to death. But when we when we went the other night at SmackDown, I was like, I I, I we saw Matt Liner afterwards. I was, he was sitting next to Stone, and I said he's embarrassing to sit next to. He's like, I know you're kidding, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but he but he actually is embarrassing. Yeah, but I can't wait to get out of here. <laughs> well, on FanDuel today, I got killed yet again, which mm. gives me something in common with the re- the rest of my uh my week, but. Cooper Cup, he was in there. Byron Pringle took a roll mm. on him. Nothing happened. Malcolm Brown, zero. I'm in a little daily fantasy slump, but that doesn't mean that uh, people can't stop playing against you, me, and the trifecta on FanDuel. Mm. And that doesn't mean the winner can't fly out to Puerto Rico to be our official correspondent for FanDuel's World Fantasy Football Championship Live Finals because that's still happening. All expenses paid, four days worth WFFC events in Puerto Rico including exclusive beach after party with Harry. Oh no, not Harry. It's a live performance by Ludacris. <laughs> What's the difference? Go to FanDuel.com slash ringer to enter and draft your week seven fantasy team before the games kick off on Sunday. God, I, I've just lost my confidence. Can I, I just tell you what I did real quick on FanDuel? What'd you do? 135th out of 834. Good for $10. Nice. Uh, Chubb, Elliott, McLaurin, Hooper, Broncos defense, all uh, 20 plus Broncos points. D. 
Jared Goff was my quarterback, Simmons. Uh, 1.1. I should win $1,000 for, for placing so high with Jared Goff as a quarterback. That's awful. Well, you can play against me, Sal, and the trifecta in the Ringer Listener League. On FanDuel, it doesn't matter if you missed last week. You can still take home the top prize. FanDuel.com slash Ringer. Enter now. That's how you do it. Okay, so you didn't really want to talk about firing the clapper. You did enjoy M. Night well, Sean I just, I just, How many years are we going to do this? And I, I asked him about know. it, Jerry, and he's like, I'm not even close to talking about future, uh, the things like that in the future. So this I, I will be- say to his credit, yeah, he hasn't lied about that. He's asked every single week, every single losing week for the last, I don't know, four or five years. And he says, no, we're not thinking about it. And it's, it seems like he's not thinking about it. He should think about it. I wish... Um- I wish we could go through all the old podcasts we ever did for every conversation we had where we thought <laughs> Garrett might get fired on Monday. Yeah. That has to be at least six years of podcast at this point. Definitely. Don't I think the players are getting sick of him too. There's some meme out there. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jeff, about him. Of uh, Well, it's just a clip actually of him looking to high five like four guys in a row and them just walking right by. Oh, him. I saw that. Yeah. yeah it's good. <laughs> he, had his, he had his arms out like he was trying to catch kids from a burning building or something. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's never done it before. Um, Kyle... Kyle is really in on this Jimmy G thing. He's really starting to get focused on a Pats Niners Super Bowl. And his comment after the Niners game was that Jimmy G just looked great. Yeah. What other that guy looked great guys were there this week for you? Because it's funny, my my 14 year old, I asked him what Super Bowl would you want? My pay, I didn't even give a choice for the AFC. I'm like, Patriots too. He said, San Francisco. Want to mm. see it. I said, We haven't seen Brady Breeze. We haven't seen Brady Rogers. You don't care? Nope. Wants Jimmy G. Uh, uh, and uh, the Pats, but uh, what was the question? What other quarterback? What other? No, what other? You look greats were there because I have three. I thought Russell Wilson yet again yeah. as he as he continues to put together his MVP campaign. Mm-hmm. There's a few MVP campaigns going on right now, right? But they were down twenty to six. The Browns are in a situation, especially with Chubb, who I think is like relatively unstoppable, especially when mm-hmm. they have a lead. You just think, just ride that dude. Once you're up 20 to six, you know, early in the second quarter, midway through the second quarter, it just feels like he should have 32 carries. Right. No, no, that's not what happened. Actually, there was a lot of Baker scrambling, a lot of throwing into traffic. They got a pump blocked, bad pick. All of a sudden, Russell Wilson's just climbing back. He loses his tight end pretty early in the game. Disley, who you have on your fantasy team. Mm-hmm. who I thought had really emerged as kind of his safety blanket guy in a lot of ways. He goes out, doesn't matter. Guys, guy Brown has two touchdowns. Yep. Uh, this Metcalf always seems to make a play or two, and uh, Lockett has gone up a level. Carson was really good, and all of a sudden they're pulling this Browns game out. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're talk- talking all offense, and those guys are good, but, um, you know. Yeah, you you were right when you said Baker. Why is he taking over the game there? And and then after the, did you see his post game interview? Like blaming the referees. It's like, yeah. dude, you force four. They force four turnovers. You threw three interceptions. You lead the league with eleven interceptions. Shut the hell up already. Who wants to hear it? You were up twenty to six at home. Stop blaming the refs. You had a block punt and all these interceptions. Well, and, and then touchdown where or a non-touchdown where they had like the fourth and one situation oh my god oh freddie <laughs> landry it seemed like he was in he fumbled guy gets it in the end zone touchdown but no because you can't advance a fumble mm-hmm. freddie it takes five minutes for him to figure out what's going on 
I think he even used the timeout. And then after it's explained, he decides he's going to challenge it anyway. So then they have that. And then they're like, no, no, we're going to stick with our call. It was, it's not a touchdown. And then they end up running Nick Chubb into 11 people for the fourth down. I'll, I'll tell you what, over. with this Freddie Kitchens. He's terrible. Well, I don't even think he's a real coach. I honestly don't. I who's don't. The, who's I, the coach? I think it's an experiment. I think the NFL is playing games. They've done a nice job keep, keeping it a secret. No, I don't think he's a real coach. I think he dri- dri- drives a forklift or something. And they put him in there. And like, <laughs> you hey, think he's an actor? Yeah, we'll give you all these superstar players. You'll have Landry. You'll have Baker. This guy's uh, shotgun and beer at hockey games. He's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, and you know, you'll have Chubb. You'll run. We'll give you a nice defense. Let's see what you could do. And, um, you know, just, you know, wear, wear the hat and wear, wear the big uh, – with a big, you know, you know, windbreaker, and and let's see if he could pass you off as a coach, and it, it's all falling apart. I don't believe it. Yeah, I've seen through it because I'm not sure he's a coach. Yeah, another you look great for me, um, Carolina, in general, but I also like their defense. It's an opportunistic defense. Yeah, that when you throw in McCaffrey, they have a couple of receivers who can make plays. Samuel had two touchdowns today. Yep, and uh, you know, the, I'm sure there's. I, who knows when Cam comes back and they're going to do the whole, the should Cam get his job back? But, you know, if he's healthy, I think he's going to get his job back. But I think that team's good. I, I had them, I think I had them eighth going into this weekend. And uh, I, di- I didn't bet on the London game because I just have decided, I've j- I just give up on the London game. Well, <laughs> After last week, Bears Raiders, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with all events in London. I'm not wagering on them. But I think yeah, that Carolina I, I team's good, though. Make, especially with the Buccaneers. And I know you like them going in, the, the season and everything. You talked about our good-bad team. Yeah. I think that's perfect for a good-bad team, Tampa Bay. Isn't it? Because they'll still pull two, two more upsets. And then they'll lose like four games that they should win somewhere in there, right? But they make young quarterbacks look great. They really do. Yeah, they this, do. Uh, Kyle Allen, they made look great. They made uh, Daniel Jones, he, you know, <laughs> he might have been benched again if Daniel uh, Jones. If, if he didn't. Right. I know. But who, who else did they play? I, I can't even. I had him written down. And now just I wait. Just wait till they have Kyler Murray. If they get to play him this year, like he's going to throw for 700 yards. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Would wait, you? Hold on. Let me just make sure I have all these. They played. Oh, all right. Jimmy G, 31-17. Yeah, Jimmy G looked good against him. Uh, Giants. Uh, well, all right. They gave up 40 to the Rams. That doesn't count. Oh, even Teddy Two Gloves had 31 against them, you know? Well, they so, made they gave up 500 rookie, to God. These are all young quarterbacks. If you're thinking of, like, starting your third string, like testing them out, make sure you get Tampa Bay on your schedule. Who, out of Tampa and Tennessee, who calls who about the Marietta for uh, Winston trade? Straight up. <laughs> who makes the call and who thinks about it longer? Interesting. I don't know. I think Win- I think I like Winston more. Although I'll say this: when a guy has four interceptions, I get really excited. I really, I get really excited for that fifth pick. Like, <laughs> like it's more excited than if like Steph has forty-seven points. Yeah, he's about to shoot a three with less than uh, thirty seconds left, or if it's like Mike Trout had four home runs. I get I, maybe it's I'm, it's a satanic part of me, but I love. The five picks. Do you get excited for it? Well, what's what's crazy with him is the the anti degree of difficulty because he has two awesome receivers. Mm-hmm. You could argue he has two of the best ten receivers. Yeah, and and somehow can still can't throw it to them. Although Evans did screw him over one time today. He had a long. He may or may not be on my fantasy team, so I may or may not <laughs> have taken this personally. But it was like a fifty yard bomb, and Evans kind of didn't do the jump up and grab a thing, and then Michael Irvin kind of killed him. Yeah. I liked having Michael Irvin do the game. 
Yeah, he was fun. He was good. Yeah, some of these guys don't lay it out for the long ones. But you, all, I think you also have Godwin on your team, and he's I probably going to be the number one receiver if he stays in uh, healthy, <laughs> like fantasy-wise. So Another uh, another you look great is the Kyler Murray thing is, I know granted he's going against Atlanta's defense, and mm-hmm. anybody could put 35 points up against Atlanta, but he's doing, when you consider he's a rookie quarterback, and what what we grew up with with rookie quarterbacks, how nervous everyone was to even play them in their first season. Right. First year coach, I don't know. I'm just impressed. I remember when Drew Bledsoe, his first year, and he was the franchise and the Patriots, we thought they were going to St. Louis and they ended up staying. And then we had Drew. And he even, even it always felt like he was like a baby deer on ice that first year. He won his last five. And we're yeah. so excited that he looked competent for five games as a rookie, you know? And then Kyler's running around. But that Atlanta defense, I what else has to happen with Dan Quinn? Is it because he can't be the first coach fired? They're not going to fire him? What's right, going yeah. on here? Well, real quick, though, back to Kyler. I think he distanced himself from the field today for uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I really did. I mean, he was favored going in. Daniel Jones, I'm sorry. I know everybody was giving him a pass. Like, oh, it's only gravy what he does against the Patriots. Like, no. You know what? If you're going to feast on the bad teams like Tampa Bay, you got to take your lumps with the Patriots. You didn't look that good. He's further back. Uh, G Minshew, they gave out 30,000 mustaches in the 110 degree heat. Everyone looked like an idiot. And then this guy, you know, they, they couldn't really score a touchdown. So that was bad. Uh, so I, I think it's Kyler's to win right now. G was bad. Yeah. G had uh, the inside the 10, he had the tight end open on third and goal and missed them. And he, he missed some throws. We loved Jacksonville, didn't we? We loved them today. We did. I got to say, though, how many times now with the Saints defense before we just realized that it's a good defense? They're so I think good. I'm there. It's, it's bend, don't break. The guy's playing all over the place. They don't give up big plays. The Pope tweeted about the Saints, so that helped. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's really like Drew Brees could tell you, all right, you know what? Take a month off. Maybe if you need six weeks, that's fine, too. We're going to be there in January. Any other uh, things that that really super duper impressed you? I mean, this they week? have two touchdowns against the Cowboys and Jaguars, and and two wins, two offensive touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we should talk uh, Houston KC because I think Mahomes, had, you know, they're it, it, they're no longer a lock to be in that AFC Championship game, right? And it has to do with that that defense and the offensive line that can't protect them. Mostly, I mean, we saw him throw that touchdown pass to Hill. Like, oh my God, Tyreek Hill is back. This is going to be a mess. They're going to score in the 50s every game, no problem. But then you're looking like, oh, boy. Well, I guess that could have been intercepted. And then he threw another interception. And they're not really running the ball. And they're giving up a lot of running rushing yards. To, uh, what do, you, do you put Houston over KC right now with the win? Back-to-back losses at home for KC. Yeah, not good. Defense gave up 35 first downs. That's, that's a problem. I think – so we don't – it's it's probably stupid for us to say who's the MVP because there's 10 games left. Mm-hmm. But we can name, though, who's been the most fun player in the league through six games, right? Did you say Russell Wilson, you saying? I think it's been Watson. Oh, okay. I think Watson's been, you think like the week one game, the Chargers game was really fun. He was fun last week against Atlanta and then the Chiefs. It's either him, you're right, it's probably Russell Wilson. They're in the finals. Mm. But uh, Watson was really fun today. And I loved the going for it on fourth and three. Sure. I mean, it was the right move. They, it would have been like 45-yard field goal or something to, to they're up one. Or now, how many were they up? They're up seven? 
It was uh, 31, 24, five. Yeah, yeah they're up seven. Up six, yeah. So they could have gone for a field goal to ice the game, but if they miss it, now they're giving the Chiefs the ball back, mm-hmm. you know, on the on the 40. Great play. Chiefs send the house and really nice play by Watson. He's really good. He's definitely good. How about Mahomes 116 yards in the first drive? I don't think we'll see that again. Yeah, that was weird. That that was like an unofficial record. People think that might have been a record. Yeah. I was like, all right, how's this team going to lose? This is nuts. I watched the entire primetime show today as I was watching uh, the Yankees-Astros game, which is still going, by the way. I I don't know how you watch everything you watch. You're asking me, did you see Succession? I'm like, no, there's a baseball game on. I'm losing money on the Chargers. How are you watching Succession right now? Can't miss Succession. Couldn't talk about it later. All right, Berman, I'm going to give you two names. You have to guess what nickname he did. Okay. You might have sent me one of the clips. But go no, ahead. no, I, I did, that was a different one. I, oh, okay. I sent you Min 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 Shu. Right. <laughs> like he's sneezing, right. George Kittle, what do you think his nickname was? Oh, uh, that's easy. I didn't hear it. Kittles and Bits. No. No? George, Ma, and Pa Kittle. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What is that? Is that a uh, Beverly Hillbillies reference? I unclear. Okay. <laughs> he also this wasn't quite a nickname, but Ricky Seals Jones caught a pass, and he paused and said, "Not Seals and Croft." And Ryan oh. Clark, who was his co-host, because Tej was out today. Mm-hmm. Ryan Clark was. There's no way Ryan Clark knew who Seals and Croft was. I'm guessing. <laughs> Tej is like, uh, this mono thing sounds good. I'm gonna yeah. say I have mono. My spleen hurts. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think uh, his name for Jamison Crowder was? Jamison Crowder. Uh, well, uh, New England Clam Crowder. Oh, so close. What was it? Manhattan Clam Crowder. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Manhattan. Okay. Uh, Manhattan Clam Crowder. Yeah. Oh, you were almost there. If you thought about it for three more seconds, you would have oh, had it. Oh, man. Sorry, Boomer. I let you down there. Quickly, um, before you guess the lines, I, the fan hatred scale. I was I jotted down some numbers here. Mm-hmm. Want to see if you agreed? The scale of one to ten, how much the fans hate their team right now? Okay. What do you think, Rams fans? How much do they hate the Rams right now? It's one out of ten. Um, ten being the highest. Yeah, I know how it works. Yeah. Uh, well, I do sometimes people go reverse and they say no, one's no, the highest. I'm not stupid. Uh, I'll say seven. I had seven and a half. Okay. How about the Eagles? Well, uh, they haven't really lost. Um, no, it's got to be lower. It's got to be lower. But just because the division's kind of messy. So I'll say six. I ha- I went with 3.0. I think the Eagles fans are confident. Oh, all right. Oh, I didn't know we were playing like that. I thought these were all uh, uh, on the plus five side. Of five no, there's five. there's no right answer. Okay, yeah. The Cowboys. I can only speak for myself. That's It's got to be an eight. Because of that schedule you read off to me, and I knew that we needed to be six and oh, or five and one, and we're not close to that. I had you down as a nine. <laughs> But eight is fine. Eight's acceptable. Well, you know, we haven't lost a 0-4 team in 20 years, so maybe I'll maybe I'll jump that up a little bit. How about the Tampa Bay Bucks? Well, um, so out of all those teams, that was the least. Uh, the expectations were, you know, yeah, were put in check. It's a solid five for that team, but I think yeah, five is probably good. 
All right, these last. I will say when your team loses, when you wake up early for the for the the London game on the West Coast, and your team loses, you're you're, you're extra cranky. You just are, even though it's like it was eight hours later. I was so mad at the Cowboys. I kept my streak alive of forgetting the uh, early early game was on. Oh, you did? And not going over. Yeah, I was sitting there like a dumbass watching Matthew Berry's fantasy show. <laughs> I watched the beginning of the Fox show. <laughs> then I was like, oh, shit. That, I saw Jameis was trending. And I'm like, what? Did he do something terrible again? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, he actually did. It just fortunately happened in a football game. He's throwing game. interceptions. He's not even playing. <laughs> uh, I, I'll tell you what. I, for those of you who want to save your marriage or whatever, man, woman, whatever you are, just another hint. I'm, I think I'm writing about this in my book. Like, I suggest like, betting on the first five innings of a baseball game if you like to bet on baseball just so yeah. that you could go to dinner later in the day That's or smart. something like that. Um, Saturday night before a London game, make sure you're turned to the channel NFL Network and the volume is very low so that you're one click away and you can watch and oh, not wake everyone else up uh, around you. It's a great so that tip, Cuz. Nice. Yeah. Fan hatred scale, do you think Atlanta is a 10? Yeah, I think they are. I think they're the only 10 right now, right? Mm-hmm. I think their fan base is just done from everything from the Super Bowl on. Just just abject hatred of the team, the situation, yes. the missed opportunity. The window is now closed. Now you have to start thinking by the time this flips around, is Matt Ryan going to be too old? All that stuff. Solid 10. I, I guess unless you're, you know, I mean, so you're not including like the Dolphins and Bengals. No, and no, no. Those, for the Bengals, those, but, yeah, those, at this point, it's almost like they're tanking. Okay. And by the way, thank you to, what's his name, Flores for going for two and sparing us the overtime. Oh, I, I had that. I, I was going to ask you if you yeah. thought they tanked that. Uh, I don't know. I was just, I, I looked at it from that perspective. Like he's saving everybody from watching any more of this terrible game. I think they sabotaged themselves. Well, he dropped the pass, right? Yeah, but did you see the play they ran? It was, it was like a running back screen, but there were no blockers. There were the three guys right there. He's going to get tackled. They were like, all right, let's uh, let's run the play where Kenyon Drake just gets immediately tackled by right, three guys. I guess. On yeah. two. Ready? Break. Right. Browns. Bill Callahan's on the field as a coach, I think. So. I have the Browns as an eight out of 10 on the fan hatred scale because I don't think they can go higher than eight because they already have so much self-hatred for the last 20 years. Eight right. is like the max. And then the only one that I had was the Chargers. But they don't have any fans, so I don't know what to do. Is it we look for a fan to fill out this fan hatred um, this, this if, survey. If they had fans, it. if they had fans, I think they're at eight. Uh, what a messy team. You know, I guess this Derwin James was better than everyone thought. I mean, everyone thought he was good, but. Well, he can't block. He, he can't play left tackle. No. Let's uh, take a break, and then we'll do guest lines. Getting tickets online can be far too complicated. Hundreds of sites, varying levels of reliability. It's hard to know who to trust. Well, our friends at SeatGeek, that's who you trust. SeatGeek pulls millions of tickets into one place so you can easily find the seats you want for a price you're willing to pay. There's nothing quite like being in there in person. SeatGeek will get closer to the action for a great value. It's designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever by searching multiple ticket sites and grading every ticket based on value. SeatGeek helps you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Every purchase fully guaranteed. Shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. I actually have the SeatGeek app on my phone and I have for a few years now. It's the easiest way to shop for tickets. It's also fun to just look at the color-coded maps and see what's going on, what the demands are. Sports, concerts, comedy, theater, whatever you want. Uh, I've bought many, many tickets on SeatGeek 
I want you to use SeatGeek. My listeners get $10 off the first SeatGeek purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and a promo code BS today. Promo code BS, $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Before we get to guess the lines, I wanted to say something. I miss onside kicks. Yeah. Nobody can make them anymore. Whatever they did with these rules, I guess to make it safer. But Mm -hmm. now it's like, you know, the Cowboys don't get the two point. I would say, well, at least they have a chance to get the onside kick. It's like, they're not going to get this. Right. They have a better chance of getting hit by lightning. It's like a one in a hundred chance now. So they can't stack the side. They used to be able to put 10 on one side and then the kicker. And then it was just a free for all. Can't do that. It's got to be five, five and the kicker, right? Did did we get to vote on this? No, we didn't. Might because if, if this had been held to an electorate vote, I would have voted no. I like onside kicks. Well, here's what I'll say about this. Um, do you remember when you were uh, writing at Jimmy Kimmel Live? Yeah. And our buddy Daniel went crazy with the budget, and we had a free dinner every night. Yeah. And I catered think it was by like Wolfgang Wolf- Puck. It was Wolfgang Puck. Right. It was, I, I, I was about to say that as a joke, but it was Wolfgang Puck. It really was. And we all we had a studio where we would all line up for dinner because we taped late then. We taped like 9.05. And, uh, and then the Wolfgang Puck went away and it was less and less and we complained and Doug DeLuca, a friend of ours who was line, you know, he's he's the the bean counter for us. He's like, Hey, you know what? Someday you're going to get pizza and then someday you're going to get nothing. Well, someday we got pizza and then weeks after we got nothing. It was cut out of the budget. That's what we're going to get with the onside kick. We should maybe just be happy that five guys are allowed to line up because it's going to go away. They're going to try like a fourth and 16 play and that's going to be your onside kick. I really think it's moving towards that. I think you're right. And you left out the Wolfgang Puck story. The funniest part of it was they changed chefs from Wolfgang Puck to somebody who wasn't as good. <laughs> and our friend Tony was furious about it. He was like in Attica, 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 <laughs> like really ready to revolt. He was so mad. And within two months, it was like, you're on your own. Go get a slice of pizza. We were making jokes like, this is Wolfgang Schmuck. What are we doing here? <laughs> Tony was so bad. (laughs) This is terrible. I wouldn't feed this to my dogs. Oh, man. Guess what? Two months later, it was nothing. It's like, who wants to go down and get a slice? Right. That we'll pay for. (laughs) Okay, guess the lines. Um, Week seven. There's some good fantasy implications in the bye weeks this week. Like the Bucks are on a bye. There's a couple ones that have a lot of fantasy guys. And I know this because many of them are on my team. Bucks, Browns, Steelers, Panthers, right? Yeah, the Panthers, McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Chiefs are at Denver on Thursday night. By the way, before we start, and you, you talk about this all the time, and I don't know why the hell we're not doing this. Underdogs were nine and three. Are you serious? Yep. Okay. Go on. Chiefs at Broncos. Your Broncos. Did you ever did you officially give up on the Broncos? Or no, are you still I'm like back. I'm yeah, back right, you're them. back? Best two and four team of all time. They're your fantasy defense, the whole thing. What a week to catch the Chiefs. You got Mahomes yeah. hobbling around. They're coming off two losses. They're banged up. And uh, I don't know. This is a nice spot. I have the Chiefs favored by three and a half. All right, you get this. I had this as well. Um, it started at four and a half. It went to three and a half. So we tie here. Sunday's marquee game. There's some good games this week. I had. Let me just say, this, uh, have, you, have you done the Bradley Chubb uh, Ewing theory thing here? Because Denver is all of a sudden press, pressuring the quarterback. This is Vic Fangio's defense. This is all we ever heard about. 
all right, fine. It was against Mariota and whoever, who was it last week that they beat? Was that the Chargers? Char- yeah, it was the Chargers. Yeah. It was a late, it was one of the two late afternoon games. Yeah. So I don't think he qualifies. Bryce no, Harper. Doesn't. Not, not Bradley Chubb does not qualify. All right. It's just, just very weird. N- number one or number two guy on their defense. Yeah, but maybe Fanny Pack Fangio. It takes them a couple weeks for the guys <laughs> to figure it out. Well, this is a fun Thursday night game. They've actually done a nice job with Thursday night schedule. This will be good. I'll be there live this week. Oh, you're going to be Pre- in Denver. Pre-game show, I'll be in Denver, yeah. Testing out the uh, thin air. Let's see if it's uh, legit or not. I, th- I think it's legit. It is? I don't think okay. it's a myth. All right, good. I'll stay home. Sunday marquee. There were five possibilities, and this is just the one I was the most excited about. Indianapolis at home against the Houston Texans. AFC South on the line. The Colts, one of the few things I was right about this season. It could be ending on Sunday, feeling like I was right about them. I have Colts by three. Hmm. Uh, You killed me here. I went the wrong way. I got very excited about Houston. I said Houston by two. It's Colts by two. So you're closer. I think that gets to three. Yeah, well, they have the week off. You think let down for Houston? I'm I'm excited that Houston is, you know, emerged as like the only AFC South team that can win two games in a row, but maybe that goes away. Hmm. This is a good one. We'll learn a lot about both of these teams in this game because this is a playoff game. Mm-hmm. They haven't played this year, so they're playing this week, and then they're playing in week eight, nine, ten, in week 11, so two times in the next five weeks. I'm excited for this one. I'd, I'd be like- very surprised if it were anyone other than these two competing for the division. Come, I'm, I'm a little down on Jacksonville now, well, probably because they cost me money, but I trust these two quarterbacks the most. That was tough. We had Jacksonville on million-dollar picks. It was it was Jacksonville by one and a half, and then the mm-hmm. line was at three by game time. That always makes me nervous. It's like, oh, great, the public's betting Jacksonville. That always works out great. Perfect, perfect letdown game for New Orleans. Didn't need it, and they won anyway. My whole reason for picking Jacksonville was I didn't think the Saints were going to be able to score, and they ended yeah. up with 13 points. So that right. wasn't wrong. It's just yeah. Jacksonville couldn't do anything. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Did the same thing against the Cowboys. Got four watchables. First one is a fun one. Might not be as fun after tomorrow night, but for now it's fun in my head because the two one and one Lions are home taking on Kirk, you'd like that cousins <laughs> and the Minnesota Vikings rejuvenated. Stefan Diggs rejuvenated your fantasy team this week. Well, I- he's the man. I mean, that has to happen. That's for that offense to click. Like it's nice to see Thielen running around making great catches, but when those two connect. That's how you know the Vikings are back, right? Well, and more importantly, Cousins actually was able to connect the pass. The guy he was open, Diggs yeah. was wide open twice, and he actually caught him in stride. He really twice, was. So. They're a mess in the secondary. Darby Maddox out for Philly. Yeah, in trouble. I have the Lions favored by two against Minnesota. Yeah, right, we both called this wrong. I said one and a half, and it's actually Minnesota favored by one. Oh, so, so you, you win that one. Closer, but still off. Minnesota favored by one. So that's one of those, if De- if Detroit sucks tomorrow, that could be Minnesota by three pretty quickly. Right. Next one, speaking of a team that plays tomorrow, Green Bay, they're home. I'm calling this right now. Don't let me throw this into a tease. <laughs> Although I retired from gambling today. Oh, yeah, um, you did. <laughs> Packers at home against the Raiders. The Raiders are dying, dying to cost people more money. Yep. They're like, please, Put the Packers in a tee so we could screw you over. Who else can we cost money? 
I have the Packers by seven, and it is uh, it is in the teaser basket. We're going to, uh, no, no, get it out of the basket. Take it out now. We're both, we're going to share this at seven. It's six and a half. Maybe we, sh- we we have to see tomorrow. I almost rather the Packers lose tomorrow to, to like this on a teaser, right? Maybe we should have a money underdog parlay basket. Yeah. The I Jets just said dogs were nine and three yeah. against the spread. I'm just, yeah. I just have very low self-esteem with gambling right now. <laughs> I, the Bears Raiders thing I'll never recover from. I'll, oh, I'll yeah. never get over the 97 yard drive to knock my tees out. Unbelievable. 97 st- yards and like the th- three yards at a clip. With the right? fake punt. I, I want to do a documentary about that game and it's just all about me. Just one camera on me, like the guy in Fire Festival. <laughs> Who's that guy's name? I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> the guy, the guy who Kimmel hung out with for I a half hour that night. That guy. <laughs> I just want to do that. With I want to have the same dumb look as on my face as I talk about the 97 yard drive. Right. Yeah, I don't know if we should say the guy Kimmel hung out with because it makes people think things. <laughs> was at the at right. the wheelhouse party? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he said hi to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. This is yet another. Uh, is Trubisky back? What's his deal? He'll be back next week, right? I think so. Yeah. This is another tough one for Trubisky because it's Bears at home against the New Orleans Saints, who have been taking out quarterbacks left and right. And now, uh, now our friend Mitch is in this. I have Bears minus one and a half. Mm, I had three. Uh, Vegas has a three and a half. Again, another game for New the Orleans Bears doesn't need. I don't but get that. What do they do? Do they step up now? Breeze isn't back, right? When is he supposed to be back? No. But why do why do they think the Bears should be favored by three and a half? I don't get it. I don't know. Coming off a bye, New Orleans on the road again. That's the only thing I can think here. Can I just say something as Tom Brady's staunchest defender? Mm-hmm. Not that he needs defenders because he's won six Super Bowl ranks and he's the best quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. If Tom Brady got hurt and Teddy Bridgewater came in and won four straight games, everybody would be total dicks about it. Who would be a dick? Oh, everyone everybody. who's not a Patriots fan. Yeah. Every non-Patriots fan would be like, oh, I guess it's all Belichick all along. Ooh. Dude, yeah. Brady, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he was a system guy. Yeah. Well, who's the jackass that went ten and six with you guys? Matt, Matt Castle, that uh, like he went, yeah, he went the forward pass with the Cowboys, ten and five. What was he? We didn't make the playoffs. He, in the biggest game he had that year, he sucked. Nobody seems to remember that part. But what was he? Talk- ten and five. What was it? Yeah, it was. We were like, we went eleven and five that year. We easy schedule. See? We didn't even make the playoffs. That's how you know the Patriots cheat. When Matt Castle goes. 10 and five or 11 and five. I prefer to look at it as we were five games worse than the year before. I see. <laughs> we were minus five from the previous year, which is a pretty big drop off. Yeah. So what are you saying? If Teddy Bridgewater, you're saying the Saints, there should be more talk about Breeze. I'm saying why Breeze do people should be the- shitting on Breeze? Because they'd be doing it with Brady. Uh, yeah. Brady, maybe he should retire. Teddy Bridgewater comes in, he's 4-0. Obviously, they don't need him. And then I'm Br- not, I don't, I don't want to praise Tom Brady here, but I'm not uh, even in the least worried about it. And by the way, a hundred to one odds that he scores two touchdowns. Uh, we should have been on that. How is our friend Daniel not on that? Brady runs for two touchdowns. You he did it last week. You've heard me talk many, many times about how much I love the Brady QB sneak. It is my yeah. favorite play in sports. It's unstoppable. It's the only sure thing I have in my life. It's the best. Yeah. Every time it works. I, I, can remember the two times in the last 20 years it got stopped and it was shocking. 
And then Love sometimes it. you don't try it on fourth and one. It's like, where was that play? Do, do that play. Do that. Why, why not? We should look at that because not that that's going to happen every week, but it was 50 to one that he scores the first touchdown and 100 to one that he scores two. I don't think he scored two since middle school. That was the first time he ran for two, but it's a fun one. Hench and I, the entire game, were just exchanging Sony Michelle texts. For or against? We're just, we just don't get it. We just don't get the Sony Michelle. It's been explained. There's a really good Reddit thread about how when he's in the game, the reason they never throw it to him and they just run the ball straight is because they're trying to Jedi mind trick the other team. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, they're definitely running. He's in, but then that sets up the play action. So he's like the sacrificial lamb for the play action, basically. Right. It all sounds great, except he runs into the first hacker every time. So other than that. <laughs> um, well, that's his mind trick. Seahawks <laughs> are home. Against uh, Lamar and the Ravens. This is the best game. I know you didn't rank it. These are, you just lumped these together, but this is the best one. So I thought about having this as the marquee game. You think this should have been the marquee game? Oh, this is fun. What what are you? You're not going to take your eyes off these quarterbacks, right? You know, I didn't put it in because I think the Ravens are the good, bad team. I thought Dallas was the good, bad team, but you're just bad. You're not even, there's no good. Thank you don't you. deserve the word good. Thank you. Good. The no, Ravens are the good, bad team. Against bad teams, they look great. They look great today. Lamar was awesome. Against the I mean, Seahawks he had 111 thing. rushing yards in the first half. In the first half. It was crazy. The Bengals returned the kick, and they didn't have a chance to win this game. They returned the opening kick. I have the Seahawks favored by four. Um, I had four also. It's three and a half. Hmm. I, don't, I, I, just, I know I'm going to go back on my word here. I just want to watch this one. It's going to be fun. Four, four and two against five and one. I am uh, – when, when are the Niners in – when are we getting Niners Seahawks? Um, I'm genuinely excited for that one. It's coming up. When is that? Is that soon? I uh, hold on. I'm looking at it. I'm on it. Um, all right, at Niners. That's in four weeks, and then oh, they end the season against each other. That's fantastic. Although, oh right, not, that's right. Might that not mean true. anything. Maybe it will. That's gonna. That's the best division by far, right? Yeah. Like yeah. You have the Rams are now mediocre. You have Seattle and San Francisco at the top, and you have the offensive rookie of the year who's going to steal a couple of games in fourth place, right? As we're taping this right now, it is a nine twenty six Pacific time. And the mm-hmm. Yankee game is still going on. Half is in right now against the Astros. What's the score? I can't even look. It's it's still tied. Um, Altuve is on base though, but um. It's so even when the Red Sox aren't in the playoffs, I feel like I have a team. Cause it's, it's like who, yeah, whoever's playing the Yankees, yeah. like I genuinely care about the Yankee opponent and want them to do well and succeed. Yeah. So it's like I get to adopt this team for the week. I said yesterday, I said, um, listen, I know everyone's busy with like kids' sports and like planning on holiday stuff, but we we've forgotten what's most important that we need to focus our attention on rooting hard against the Yankees. This is, we don't want them around for another couple of weeks, right? Well, they're fans. Yeah. The, I mean, you know, look, the, the Boston fans are much better, but man, when the Yankee fans have their chest puffed out, what's worse? Mm-hmm. What's Honestly, what's worse? You you hate both sides. What, who's worse? Who's worse when they're more fired up about their team, Boston fans or Yankee fans? Boston. Really? Over Yankee fans? <laughs> I don't know. I, honestly, I really, this is such a dumb question. I can't, it depends on the day. It really does. Yankee fans, I was at a party last night 
and a Yankee fan looked me in the eye and said that he thought Glaber Torres could cure cancer if he wanted to. Really? Yeah. He was like, right now, he's just going to settle for being the best shortstop of all time. But at mm -hmm. some point, he's going to look at cancer and he's going to cure it. Yeah. That's happened. I'm sorry. Barely you, you, watchable. You know you, you know you align yourself with some of the lunatics. You mentioned one of them already on the show. Which one? Hench? I just, I don't know. Hench is one. There's just so many. And really, it's like asking what, okay, what smells worse? Horse vomit or <laughs> rabbit shit? Like, I don't know. They're both bad. Get, get them both away from me. Uh, the barely watchables, we have three. Rams at Atlanta. Man, this this seemed like such a fun game two months ago. There's no way you could bet either of these teams. No. Although, it's impossible. I will say, this is the perfect elixir for these struggling Rams offense is yeah. the, the abominable Atlanta defense. Right. I have the Rams favored by two and a half in this one. That's what I had. Wow, we're on with all these. Uh, it's three and a half. By the way, someone sent you, and you got excited because it was a long email, very, very long, eight paragraphs, saying that I do the scoring wrong on guess the lines, that ties shouldn't be worth a point each. They should be worth a half of each. And I went over it. I said, what does it matter? If you won six games and I won four games and we tied six, you're still going to win. I don't, I don't see how it makes a difference. I need that explained to me. Listen, anytime I get an email about you cheating, I'm going to forward it to you, you because I know it, it annoys you. you. Love it I know it's going to annoy you. That's all I could think about for the next hour. And that, this one particularly made no <laughs> I'm sense. I'm not a cheater. <laughs> Danny Dimes is home against Kyler Murray. And that, I, you could have argued this could have been in the watchables, but I put in the barely. Right. I have Giants by three, and I think this is a wonderful game. You get this. I said three and a half. I gave it the other edge. I thought West coming East might give it, but you're right. I think Murray's better, so they, they knocked it down to three. It's exactly three. The thing with Murray, and I think we have to watch out from, uh, for this with him the next two years at least, very dangerous garbage time spread yeah. buster QB, right? Down the cards getting 13 and a half and they're down 20 and he's scrambled around with a minute left against six defensive backs. Mm -hmm. This is one of those guys. Careful. Definitely. I don't know. Yeah, boy, they could be three, three and one if they win this. They're right there. And he doesn't have anything. He didn't know Christian Kirk this week. Uh, David Johnson was banged up, almost didn't play. Yeah. The other barely watchables, and it's a shame because one of the teams is undefeated, is 49ers at Washington. Mm. It's just Washington is can never be higher than barely watchable. On no, this no sense of a trap here at all. Uh, maybe West coming East mm. houses team. Mm. I'm not going to let you put in a teaser. Well, I retired from gambling. So you don't oh, that's worry right, about that's it. That's right. I had the 49ers by nine and a half, probably too low. Wow. Right on. I said eight. I thought that was uh high. Now it's nine and a half. Exactly. Hmm. That goes up, right? That'll go up to like 11. I guess. I don't know what to make of that Washington game. I guess they almost blew it. That was just stupid. Let's uh, let's take one more break before we get to the poop factor. Hey, let's face it. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Studies show 70% of guys who experience erectile dysfunction don't get treated for it. That's bad. The thing most people don't realize, ED is like a check engine light for a man's body. It could be an indicator that there's something more serious going on, like a heart issue or diabetes. Thankfully, our sponsor, Roman, has created an easy, discreet way to get checked out by a doctor, get treated for ED online. It's a one-stop shop. Licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose your ED, then ship meds right from their pharmacy to your door. 
With Romy, you don't have to wait in waiting rooms, deal with any awkward face-to-face conversations, or make any uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. You have to visit GetRoman.com slash Bill. That's it. Fill out a brief questionnaire, chat with the doctor, get real FDA-approved medication if recommended by your doctor. It's all prescribed online, delivered straight to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Guys, go talk to a doctor. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that guys don't tackle, but it's really important. And now, with Roman, it's really easy to take care of it for a free online visit. Go to GetRoman.com slash Bill. All right, the poop factor is three deep this week. First one is the Bills at home against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Do you see any scenario where the Dolphins aren't in the poop factor the rest of the way? Because I don't. No, they have to be there. I forgot I forgot the chair. Oh, I guess they scored a touchdown this week. I think they were outscored 80 to nothing in the second half um, in games this year. Mm. They scored. I have Buffalo by 12 against the Dolphins. Okay, so I said 13 and a half. It's 16 and a half. Oh, man. Now this is this can't was Jim Kelly ever favored by sixteen and a half over a team? Yeah, he has been. All right, but not since then, for sure, for sure, not since then. So the Bills are going to be five and one after next week. Yeah, that's going that's going to be the second best record in the AFC. Just in case you're wondering. Wow, crazy. And they played Miami again after this too. Jags are at Cincinnati. Hmm. Not a lot of men shannon. Oh, the Yankees just got out of the 10th. God uh, damn it. I, I feel bad because I may have, we had Washington. You proposed two to me because you put that poll up there, right? No, what, I wanted what? to do, I can't bet. I wasn't going to bet on the Yankees. When, when I have thinking. I ever bet on the Yankees? You you proposed Washington Yankees World Series bet. I don't even know what the odds were. What, what were they? So the only reason I had that yesterday when I texted you in the morning was I didn't think Granke was going to come through. I don't trust him as a playoff guy. Mm-hmm. So I thought the Yankees had a chance to steal game one. And it was, I think it was plus 150 for Washington, Houston. And then it, or why it was Washington Yankees were plus 150. Washington Houston was basically plus 120. So we did that one. No, it had Washington Yankees had to be more, right? Like more than plus 150. Was it? Oh, maybe it was plus 220. Yeah, Yankees were, were minus, uh, they were, Plus one fifty themselves to uh, to get. And so it's plus two twenty then. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I just hope I didn't t- talk you out of Yankees. Nats. No, I, I could be here. Name any time in your life I bet on the Yankees. No, we can't do it. Jags at Bengals. All right, maybe this is the trap game. <sighs> Jags. I have Jags minus three. You're gonna get it. It was three and a half. It went to three. I went four and a half. That was dumb of me, but. So how many how many Cincinnati letdowns? First of all, Joe Mixon can't even run the ball. I don't. What are we even watching for with that team anymore? Bengals quietly zero and six. What's weird is they could they should have beaten the Seahawks the first week. Who's yeah, probably the hottest team uh, in football right now. I think you know we always say that there's that week one game. Yeah, that we look back and we're like, ah, oh, that was weird. Mm-hmm. I think that was the game this year, right? That was it. Yeah. They took it right to the Seahawks. For the entire game, I guess Titans 43, Browns 13 is pretty weird in retrospect. That was another week one game. Oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, What else? Chargers 30, Colts 24 in overtime. Mm-hmm. Semi-weird. The 49ers 31, Bucks 17. That makes a lot more sense now. Right. And then Raiders 24, Broncos 16 felt like an upset back in the day, but not really anymore. Um, yeah. 
What did the um wait? There was a team I wanted to ask about. What did uh? Which one? The oh, the Chicago Bengals lost to Green Bay. Yeah, all right. That that was fun. Yeah, the Bengals. The final score of that one was twenty-one twenty Seahawks. Yep. And the synopsis says Seahawks hold off Dalton Bengals for 21-20 wins. I had them in a gigantic money line parlay. I remember. Seahawks. I got so lucky. They, I think they had like 147 yards of offense or something. I was so impressed. I, I picked the Bengals the next week. And I think I even bet on them. And the Niners like completely yeah, eviscerated them. every week after. Yeah. Uh, last one. Chargers are at Tennessee. Probable new quarterback for this one. Which um, team? <laughs> um, I think we're gonna get Tannehill for this. Would be my guess. Yeah, I have the Chargers by three in Tennessee. Oh wow! All right, I get this. You, you should see my pad here. I have seventeen scribbles before I ended up with Pickham, and it's uh, Tennessee minus one. Yeah, I realized I made that guess before the Chargers got killed today. So you want to change it? No, I'll take the loss. <laughs> Tennessee favored against. Anybody who doesn't suck is probably aggressive. All right, let's count these up uh, the way I do it, the right way to do it. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, including ties. It's eight to eight. Oh, great! I'm a, I'm gonna hit the. include ties. It's four. I'm hitting these last two exactly. Four zero, four zero, and four ties. Cowboys home with the clapper against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Dallas will be favored by two and a half points. Uh, you nailed it here. Not nailed it, but it opened to two and a half. It went down to two after the Sunday night game for some reason. I went three, so you're closer. It's two. Okay, I'm gonna nail this. So next I have one. to get this one, and I'm 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 three points off. I'll tell you that much. So you're gonna probably win the week. Monday night, the Patriots of New England going against the New York Jets. I have the Pats by eight and a half. Wow. Oh man. I had 13, and it's 10. Oh, I get it. You get it. You won the week, Simmons, and you go ahead for the year, three to two with two ties. Kyle, is it all right to worry about that game? No, no, don't, don't do it to yourself. We don't have sure. to worry about this one. You what sure? What you say? Stay away? I'll tell you one thing about that Jets team. There's just a lot of guys all over the place who were drafted in the first round mm-hmm. or were former first-rounders for another team or whatever. But yeah. they do have a lot of dudes. Guess who's good? Jamal Adams. He's good. And Mosley's banged up. But when he comes back, that's a fun defense to watch. <sighs> worries me a little bit. Oh, it does not worry you. Worries me a little bit. The, they don't lose to this team anymore. That was like three, four years ago. That was that was a fun thing. But Are you aware of this whole groundswell of, of Pats fans out there who want them to bring Antonio Brown back? I, I can only assume. Why? Why? Because you don't have a receiver with eight touchdowns? What's the big deal? The theory, as the theory goes, they're paying him anyway. Yeah. There's been no criminal anything. Yeah. And we need him. We they are him. paying him? They're paying him full? It looks like that, yeah. He had, he had a guaranteed bonus. They can't get out of it. Yeah. I you pre- want him back. When you say groundswell, you mean you want him back and you're trying to blame no. others for this. There's no groundswell in the, in the Simmons house. No? Yeah. This is uh, not a ground swell over here. Kyle wants him back. Kyle, if they took him back, Kyle, the, the biggest well, protest, he would I mean, shrug his shoulders. That's all he would do. Kyle, I'll, I'll say this. Kyle is a forgiving man. Yeah. 
(laughs) Second chances. In Kyle's world, people make mistakes and they deserve second, third, fourth, 17th chances. (laughs) In Kyle's world, they make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. (laughs) Kyle's doing great. You don't want him back. What the hell do you need him for? Kyle's doing great. He's out of credit card debt. Things are great for him right now. Yeah, he's doing great. Nice. Um, he hasn't been betting teasers with us, that's for sure. Well, There's no way to get out. It's time for Parent Corner. Finding mm. the right car for your family, it's super important. You need room for the kids, the groceries, the sports gear. It has to work for your budget, too. Folks at CarMax make it easy to find the right car. With over 50,000 CarMax certified vehicles available at CarMax.com. Check out 360-degree photos, ratings, reviews, vehicle history reports. Book a test drive. Set up a trade and appraisal. Start your financing off in the comfort of home. Discover how easy car buying can be when you start at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way it should be. You uh, you take the floor, Sal. All right, I'll start. Mine isn't particularly good, but you could, you could relate to this, I think. So I think it's similar to, I think you're like me in that, like professional wrestling, we loved it. Now we've come back around to love it again, but when we were growing up, we loved it when it was Piper, when it was Hogan, when it was Snuka, a little before maybe Bob Backlund then Ricky Steamboat a little bit, and then everybody started to love it. Speaking of groundswell, and I backed off a little. That that bummed me out a little bit, right? The, the, were you the same way? Yeah. Like like a, a band when they record in a garage and you're hearing them and then they, they, they're on top 40 radio and you're like, eh, that's enough. Yeah. So that's what happened with the wrestling. Well, so that's kind of what's happened with my son, my middle son. Uh, my older son loved wrestling, went at it hard for a few years, then my middle son, Jack, loved it, went at it hard, still going, tailing off a little bit, but liking it. And then the youngest son really is into it now. Just over the last few months, he got an Undertaker costume for Halloween. It doesn't fit at all. We're like constantly cutting things down to the right size, <laughs> the wig and the shoes and, and the hat and everything else. And now the middle son, who does not like my younger son at all, is now done with wrestling. He's like, screw it. I, I don't want to even compete. And wrestling's dumb because uh, my little brother likes it. Okay. The problem is we have, and I think you have, you you might be the only one who has more of these, these wrestling figures. Yeah. I think we have like 200. You might have like uh, like 1,200. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> you know, and th- there's no shortage of rings. There's ladders. There's all kinds of things. And so you could have matches. I used to use Star Wars figures when I was a kid, but they, they now have a wrestler for everyone. Now we have like 200 of these. Um, my little one's playing with them. The middle one's like, no, 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 those are mine. These are off limits. And uh, so the little one comes crying into my bed. I'm trying to watch the London game. It's 630 in the morning, for God's sakes. Give me give me some room. And he comes crying, says his youngest, his uh, older brother says they're off limits. And I was like, no, that's ridiculous. Those aren't even his. Those are his brothers. They're, they're not even his. And my wife is like, you know what? Just buy new ones. It's like, I'm not going to buy new ones. There's 200 of these. They're, right. They're, what are they, how much do they cost? Between, between $15 and $50, right? I'm not doing it. I'm getting pressured into buying the new ones. I'm not buying them. I'm not looking for anyone to send them to me. I just need, I just need some advice. I'm crazy not to buy new ones, right? You don't need 500 of these things laying around. First of all, I was at a wrestling event with your son nine days ago, the middle one, and he, yeah. br- he brought a giant championship belt and right. was holding it over his head and screaming for two hours. So now he's out of wrestling? Well, he's it's out kind of, of it abrupt. because he doesn't want to make the little one look cool. So if the little one likes something, he wants it to be deemed babyish, right? So he's got to kind of walk away from it. I know he's at a weird spot here. He really so, is. So he sounds a little hypocritical. Sure. That's Second, fair. I thought the best thing about having a third son was 
you just got to take all the shit you bought for the other two and just give it to the third kid. That it's would like seem a discount like it should son. be. It should be a perk for me. Yeah. yeah, it's like a. It's almost like half half the cost of a real son because you they just have the old shit from the other sons. Yes. All right. So now I need your wife to call my wife or text her and say you're you're acting foolish here. Keep the wrestlers. Don't buy any more. That's all. It sounds like this is a nice place for Jack, your middle son, to prove and show that he can be a bigger man. Really. He doesn't have that in him. You can't jet out my trick and be like, Jack, you could you could be the bigger man here. Give him your your figures. No, no, he's not it's a big he's win not for you. have that conversation. No. What if he want he wants to quit himself and not let anyone have his figures? What if you bought the figures from Jack and then replaced that <laughs> asset with another asset? Then you're not buying more figures. Well, that would have been a nice plan if I didn't have the Cowboys on a teaser and then the Chargers on a teaser and uh, whoever else on a teaser. How are we so bad at gambling every Georgia year? Georgia yesterday, Saturday. Yeah. My uh, uh my parent corner, you know, my son was on my podcast the other day because Nick Kroll was here. I loved it. And uh it was the first time I'd ever seen him nervous. Oh god, the Yankees just got a hit. Ugh. Oh no. Now it's second and first, two outs. Um, top of the uh eleventh. God, it's throwing me off. Um, so it was the first time I'd really ever seen him nervous, which was just shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, the good news is I think we filmed that on a Wednesday. He recovered in time. It was Yom Kippur. <laughs> Went to um friend's house that night, who has one of our friends, me me and my wife's, who also has two daughters who the younger daughter and Ben are in the same class. Mm. And a bunch of her friends were there. They're just a bunch of girls. So Ben was in his glory because he just had all of these sixth grade girls that he could <laughs> like do his thing with. So my wife decides she wants to leave and Ben is like, I'm staying. So he stays. Somebody else can give him a ride home. So he's staying now. And there's two reasons he wants to stay. One is it's it's uh, he's got all these sixth grade girls. Mm-hmm. The other one is the Dodger game is on, the Clinton, the Clinton Kershaw oh. disaster. Ben decides to troll all the Dodger fans in the living room <laughs> and is telling people that Kershaw is going to choke oh, no. doing this whole thing. And then he did. And he was like, see, I told you he's trash. He's doing like the cocky 11 year old, barely know anything about sports thing. Right. And is actually like pouring gasoline into the fire with these poor Dodger fans who were just, you know, enjoying the game after Yom Kippur. And then all hell is broken loose. <laughs> Um, I know nothing about this. I went to a party last night that had multiple dads who were at the thing and all of them separately separately brought it up to me. <laughs> how my son, it was like, you should have seen your son trolling everyone at this Yom Kippur thing about oh, the no. Dodgers. So now I have to talk with him about, uh, about um, how that's not cool to troll people as they're going through just one of the most horrible sports experiences of their yeah, life. Yeah, and as a Red Sox fan and a Patriots fan, how are you going to do it? You should pay someone else to yeah, do it. Yeah, you can't do that. It's a good point. I just, yeah. I might have to get uh, like a Rams pay, fan. Pay or Nick Kroll to do it or something. Talk to him about it. But um but yeah, <laughs> oh, he's he's doing the he was doing the cackling thing. Oh no. It's like, "Oh my god, Kershaw does this all the time." It's just <laughs> Pouring gasoline <laughs> sounded horrible. I was mortified. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's the pair corner for this week. So uh, when are you going to Denver? I'm going to Denver. Yeah, uh, Thursday night football. I'm on the pregame show. I will be in Denver giving my pick live, and uh, yeah, that's gonna be fun and locking in 
I'm the king again, Simmons. I get another free futures bet, 430 to 5.30 Eastern on FS1. And you, uh, that's that. And and Clay Travis, they're still letting him on TV after the China thing, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. Was he, did he throw on. himself into the China thing, the NBA China thing? It's crazy. You would have thought um, you would have thought he sent the tweet. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. He does. He did make a good point. Is there going to be a more expensive tweet? I, that's a good one. Clay Travis is like my son at Yom Kippur at the Dodger game. <laughs> he is. With the NBA China scandal. He does. He has in. a lot of sins to atone for, too. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's, uh, I think, I don't know, Roseanne had a, a tweet that was more expensive, not that more expensive. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I the, the funniest one is, is Trump has turned all his uh, anger towards Steve Kerr for some reason. Oh yeah, because yeah. it, it just seemed like an easy target. Like he did, did the classic transferring, whatever. Poor Steve Kerr didn't do any tweets. Why isn't Trump attacking Daryl Morey? Right, exactly. Yeah, I, that Trump. That was a really delayed reaction. That was like four days before Trump weighed in. Yeah, well, I don't know. But I have a feeling he just didn't. You know how sometimes you write a tweet, you don't like it, you decide not to send it. He might have just was waiting for the perfect one. Trump, yeah. Couldn't get it done. Who knows? You think that's what he does? You think he carefully thinks he's out? <laughs> I do. I think he's very, very, very careful. Yeah. Especially <laughs> at social media. <laughs> uh, Sal, this was a pleasure as always. Good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. Before we go, I want to talk about succession really quick. Great season. Um, I love any season that ends with a yacht. It's an amazing yacht. Shiny yacht. Do you think they... I mean, they must be renting that yacht for like two weeks. It seemed like they were filming all the scenes on it. Yeah, I was wondering. There's a couple of scenes where I was like, is that a is that like a screen behind Brian Cox there? Like a tell. green screen? Yeah, behind Logan Roy. There's just a couple of the shots, maybe. I don't know. But that was definitely, uh, it was so shiny. I couldn't stop looking at the waves reflecting off the boat. I was worried they were going to be able to bring this season home because last I thought the last episode was a little up and down. And I still don't understand the whole Roman and Turkey and whatever the hell was going on sure. there. Yeah. But they brought it back and they were setting up the big Kendall double cross. Yeah. And Kendall really, really brought us in. I thought that was the best Kendall episode by the actor totally, who played him. Totally. Gamut of emotions. Yeah. I was to so tired of watching him just eat eat shit off the ground. It was so nice to, you, for like the last two minutes, like, whoa. You had a couple things because you liked that. And then you liked when uh, Tom fought back oh my with God. Shiv finally. He, the, he fought back with Shiv and then he ate the chicken. He ate Thanks the chicken. Thanks for the chicken, Logan. Put, yeah. put his sunglasses on and <laughs> stared him down. Thanks for the chicken, Logan. That was crazy. Um, there were two great scenes. One when they were all around the table trying to throw each other under the bus. In the nicest to see. way? Yeah. Well, it wouldn't make sense for me because uh, I'm not as loyal as you have been. So you should really. <laughs> and then the person's like, well, thanks. Thanks for uh, mentioning that, Kyle. So um, but I really think that was really good. And then uh, the the whole the, the whole like last 12 minutes Word. Kendall going to um, see Logan kissing him on the cheek. It just seemed like he was completely broken. The one emotionally. thug tear dropping. Yeah. It was great. And then, uh, and then you could feel like, ah, I wonder if he, he's not going to double cross him. No. Cause he's paid. It was atonement. This is from one of the original double cross. He thought, Nope. And then he did the bachelor ending. We do the, butt. yeah, it's like, Kyle, you're everything I ever wanted in a guy, blah, blah, blah. But, and he dropped the butt and you're like, yeah. okay, oh, here yeah. we go. Yes. But I was, my, I guess my bit, I have to watch it three more times, but 
I thought Logan's smile at the end was a combo of I was kind of secretly hoping he was going to do this because that's a killer move that he said. Yeah, he was kind of challenging him to do it, and they but the shareholders had told him early in the early in the episode they wanted to be him anyway. Yeah, but he obviously just didn't want to do it himself, but was hoping one of his kids would do it, and that's how it played out. I thought it was a great season. I'm really going to miss the show. I uh, now we have to wait a year. Jesus, really? The, sh- the seasons are so short. Does the off season have to be so short? It's a year. God it's not going to come back until late next summer. Mm, Who man. is the MVP of season two? Greg, because he's still fine. Greg is still fine. He came from doing absolutely nothing, not unlike myself. He's <laughs> definitely doing some dirt, and he got he could have totally been on a skewer. And he you wasn't. think he was the MVP? Look at him. Look Maybe at him. he's most improved. Maybe most improved. Yeah, MVP. I don't know. Maybe Tom because he ate the chicken. Tom was really strong. I've always loved Tom. I actually thought Kendall was was the MVP of the season. Because he started off in the lowest spot. He he was all over the place. And they had to bring it home in an authentic way. But, you know, there was an episode when he shit all over himself. He did right. so many drugs. <laughs> then the next episode, he's fine. And they're kind of yanking him around. He's finding love. Yeah. Yeah. But they brought it back. So then by the last episode, it was believable. I also thought, I mean, Roman was the comedy MVP. Oh, yeah. He had 50% of the shit best fuckers, lines. Right? <laughs> yeah. What did he say today? You farted in your own shit? You farted in your shit or something like that. Yeah. Uh, he was the comedy MVP. And uh, Shiv, Shiv was, I I think Shiv was all over the map and not always the best way this year. Becoming super unlikable. Yeah. She's, she she kind of turned into her dad. In a lot of ways. Except for without any real success. Just sort of like in a gimme sort of way. Just totally ruthless and not really likable. And what has she really ever accomplished with any of that? I don't know. She got like fired and she's quit and she's like not in on the family and she's just like throwing her husband under the bus. And the dad played her. Yeah. And she's playing her husband and he just kind of told her you're like kind of gross for everything that you did. And she, you could tell she felt really bad. So I don't think there's anything good to be said about her other than she's hot. She was... (laughs) She went to the dark side when she coerced the witness in a very gentle way. Right. But then it seemed like there were signs of a human being with Tom when Tom was like. I think I'd be, un- what did he say? I'd be more unhappy. No, no. He said, I'd be. The sadness. I'd, feel. I'd be less sad if I didn't have you than I feel when I have you. <laughs> That's right. So it's like, oh, man, That's a dagger. Kind of identifiable though. I think oh, we've all I've had somebody there. like oh, that, I've right? Absolutely been there. Yes. Your way, your way. I'm sad either way this plays out, but I'd be less sad without you. The one thing I know for sure is I'm absolutely miserable right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the one thing I know for sure. Uh, so that was good. Really good season. I the biggest disappointment for me is our friend Tommy. He hooked up Pusha with the guy who does I know, the theme I that's song. That's how it's gonna end. And I, it was the perfect one to end with the yeah. puppets. I thought they were gonna hip hop oh, for shit. the ending. But um, I give the show, it's not an A+, plus, but I give it a solid A for season sure, two. Sure, I'm down with that. I thought it was better than season one. Yeah. Um, I thought the first eight episodes were probably better than the last four or whatever, like the, or the last three, whatever. How many episodes were there? Ten? Yeah. So first seven were better than the last three. Um, My biggest gripe was the Holly Hunter character. I never thought they figured that out. It's mm-hmm. Was she supposed to be sexy? Was she... Maybe just sexy to Logan. Conniving. <laughs> Maybe she was just supposed to be sexy to Logan. But she know. wasn't sexy, though. Yeah, she was I, I didn't really, I never got a handle on her character. I didn't think she had the charisma. 
I never bought that she was smarter than everybody else. I, I, I just would have liked to have seen, I think it was mostly Holly Hunter's fault, who I think is a good actress, but I just never got that character. Yeah, it seemed like they punted on Holly Hunter and they punted on Roman in Turkey or whatever was going on there. It just was like some filler. They just kind of sped it along. There had to be a way for that not to work out for them, but still. I don't know. Well, I'm going to really miss this show. I think they have, uh, they've figured out a way. One of my favorite things about TV shows like this is when they figure out the big setting with right. lots of people. And they were able to do this in all these different season one ended with a Scottish wedding. Right. Season two ends on a yacht. Um, they're always like weddings, funerals, trips where they can get the main groups in all these different settings. And they do it over and over and over again. I mean, the show, they, they live in New York, right? Right. So outside, but they're never in New York. Right. That's true. That is They're true. always in like everywhere else but New York. Unless Kendall's like smoking a cigarette, stealing a pack of batteries. You don't really see New York anywhere. Yeah. But outside of, outside of those big things, you got to think like it probably doesn't cost a ton to film the show because they're really just in rooms talking. Right. You know what I mean? But they're Outs renting mansions and yachts. Outside of those things, it's just like they're just in rooms. It could be anywhere. The coolest toy they had the whole season was the slide on the yacht. I thought that was that great. That was cool. You did bring that up. I thought that Would you was rather cool. have that or a helicopter? I don't know. Helicopter. Helicopter. Nice. Yeah, no, no, that traffic's awful. Helicopter's good. Wish I had a helicopter. Just helicopter in and out of my daughter's soccer games instead of spending <laughs> three hours on the I-5. Yeah, you were not uh, happy about that today. Congratulations on uh, on Succession Season 2. We really enjoyed it. And check out uh, Chris Ryan and Jace Concepcion. They're doing their um, number one boys. The last episode will be on YouTube. And Chris is also going to be breaking down the watch as well. I might. I want to watch it a couple more times. I might do something on Tuesday as well. All right, thanks to the Cuz, thanks to Kyle, thanks to the Astros, because they just beat the Yankees. Carlos Correa, walk off over. Go Astros, you got this. Thanks to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Don't forget about the rewatchables, where I think we have Den of Thieves coming this week, and that's a really fun one. But we did Mr. Mom, and we did Remember the Titans last week, and then Den of Thieves this week. So that is all happening. A couple more podcasts this week. Until then. <laughs> 